Welcome in, one and all. We are good, glad to have you on a Wednesday. Wednesday, this sunny edition. Nice weather edition. Liking it today. Good day to you. Packers back on the practice field today. And can they regroup? And can they get themselves to the postseason? That's where we're at. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, a look around the rest of the NFL. There's a lot of stuff stirring in the NFL right now. Not only teams that are heading towards the postseason, the best and the worst and such, but also uh, there is the hot rumors via the coaching carousel, what may or may not happen. Obviously, the biggest name that uh, could possibly be out there will be Bill Belichick. Uh, what's the most likely fit for him? Uh, does it check all the boxes uh, in that area? So we'll get into that discussion. Mike Tomlin, the possibility of him being out after 17 years in Pittsburgh. We can get into that discussion. Other coaches that may or may not be on the hot seat. There's certainly uh, Robert Salah in, uh, in New York with the Jets. And whether or not he is going to be, uh, which I can't imagine he will be, but, um, you know, um, there's a possibility, I guess, as Aaron Rodgers has endorsed him. So Aaron Rodgers seems to be kind of running the show in New York. Will he have a say in all of this before it's all said and done? So there's a lot of stuff to get to. And then the Bucks last night, they continue. The Bucks are averaging over 124 points a game in the month of December. I mean, it's offensively, they've gotten it going. They've become dominant. So... Uh, they, you know, the Bucks are playing extremely well. Last night, John Morant and his return. And you, you got away both sides. You know, he was suspended last season. He was suspended for the first 25 games this season. And you look at the talent. My God, he's a special player. They compared him to Allen Iverson, and I think he might be better. I think he might be better than Allen Iverson was. But an incredible talent. But now, you know, Will you know? Can you take the 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 boy away from the bad? But can you take the bad out of the boy? That type of thing, you know. So now you wait and see. You see if he stays clean and and if uh, you know he had you know like he said his time to reflect on his time away from the game. Now you see. Now you see if he uh, he turns it around. So you got all that to talk about, and uh, just a just a busy day. Uh, you got uh, more stuff coming up later on tonight. Uh, Mike Clements joining uh, Grant. For the, uh, for the huddle show this evening because you're also not going to get Matt LaFleur and company to speak until probably after we get off the air today. So we're really not going to hear too much from inside uh, Green Bay. We will find out who is and is not practicing, but uh, we kind of wait and see what the injury report looks like. And uh, maybe is this the week that you get Jair back after the, quote, miscalculation of the injury and such. So you have that going on. So a lot to get to. If you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Wisco Grant as well, at Wisco Grant for Grant Bills. You can find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Go to YouTube, and you can subscribe for free, youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And you can just Google it, you know, and look at it over there, and then go over and like us and subscribe. And that's the big thing is when you subscribe to us, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. But 
when we go on the air, it pops up. So anytime we do something live, it, it pops up. So uh, on YouTube as well, Twitch TV, Kick TV, LinkedIn TV, all the different platforms. And you can find us via email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website simply, thebillmichaels.com. Find us on the app, which is The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. Then there's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and wherever your favorite podcasts are uh, are replayed. So there you have it. Uh, Grant Bills, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, Bill. Last night was a big moment for me. I felt like... I was buying in and really excited about the NBA for the first time this year. Like, I've been watching really? a little bit, but, well, yeah, because the Bucks beat the Spurs, but the doubleheader on TNT, like, John Morant, like you said, hits a game winner, and then Celtics-Warriors came down to the wire, and Steph hit right. a de facto game winner. So I was amped up about the NBA, I think, for the first time, really, this year. So that was a really cool feeling last night. That, that was something that I hadn't experienced yet this season. I, uh, I have to admit, I started out watching it, and I took my fair share of uh, medications last night, and I was out. I missed your call, uh, obviously. Uh, but I sat down at about 6 o'clock, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe a little bit before that. And I was out. I was gone. Uh, my head's just been so – finally today I broke down. I went to the doctor. So I was like, uh, I got to go because uh, I'm prone to sinus infections. And sure enough, I go. She looks at me for all of about three minutes and says, yep, sinus infection. Here you go. Got to go pick up the antibiotics. Seven days worth, blah, 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 you know. But I just, I got to get rid of this. It's been, it's going on two weeks now that I've been miserable. So, and I can't sleep. So I, I medicate myself so heavily that I, that I sleep and I just can't wake up. So if I snore, I snore. If I have a dry mouth and sleep with my mouth open, I just do. But I just, I just need to sleep and rest. I haven't been able to sleep, so got up and went to the doctor this morning but I was out I woke up last night I guess right at the end of the Bucks game I woke up watched the end of the Bucks game and then back to sleep I went and woke up this morning early for my my doctor's appointment so there it is I mean you didn't miss much if you slept through Bucks Spurs the the moral of the Bucks story this week is they're beating the pulp out of really bad teams which is which right. is awesome that's great that's what they should be doing they're seemingly building confidence slowly but surely but yeah if you napped through a couple quarters of Bucks Spurs last night you didn't exactly miss much no, I, uh, you know, no, I, I didn't miss a whole lot. But I'm just, I was glad to sit down and, and have a game on. You know, I mean, every night that I get the, a chance to sit down and watch something meaningful, I'm happy with that. So, like tonight, eh, you know, what do we have tonight? We have uh, Marquette or UW by any chance? I feel like it's been a while since UW played. I, I live life very day to day. I'm just trying to make sure I don't forget to get someone a Christmas present right now. So. When I get right. home, I'm like, well, who's playing tonight? It's not like I've been playing ahead. Uh, Marquette lost that, last night, though, so I don't think they play back-to-back -back nights. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, I, I didn't even pay attention, to be honest with you. Shame on me. I did not even pay attention last night, so, yeah, shame on me because I, I didn't. Marquette got beat by Providence. Badly. 72-57, uh, yeah. Wow. They got pushed on around. On the road. Yeah. yeah, on the road. Man, that's a big win for Providence. Marquette, number six in the country. That'll fall. Wisconsin but, plays uh, Friday. They have Chicago State. Okay. Chicago State. And then I think after that, that's they start to get into Big Ten play after that, right? They have to. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at their schedule right now. I, I figured their next game would be conference, but they got Chicago State. And, yeah, then they get into Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Marquette is home on Friday night. Uh, they take on Georgetown down at the Pfizer Forum. And, uh, like I said, Wisconsin, like you said, Wisconsin – play Chicago State and it kind of goes from there so 
But you've got uh, you'll have college hoops on tonight and more bowl games as we go bowling. And uh, tonight I've got uh, I I it was a mistake. Kristen and I she wanted to take the kids uh, to see a Christmas Carol down at the Paps Theater, and she said Tuesday night's good. I said yeah, it's great, no problem. So she thought she bought tickets for Tuesday the 20th. Well, today's the 20th. So she got tickets for the 20th, but she thought it was Tuesday, not Wednesday. So I got to have you do the huddle tonight. So normally it would be like, okay, I can't go. I'll do the huddle. But since we're taking the kids, you kind of got to go, you know. So so thank you for filling in tonight because the the timing of this kind of thing got all messed up. So It's the uh, the Christmas spirit. You can't tell the kids no, Bill. Right, yeah, we're going to go see uh, Christmas Carol tonight, the uh, theatrical play down at the Paps Theater. And if you've never seen it, it's great. I mean, uh, the actors change every year, but every year they do it throughout the month of December. And it is uh, the scenery, the setting, the stage movement and such. The the town actually rotates. That stage actually has a circular rotation to it, and it can move around. And it's it's really a, a cool, cool setting, so... Gonna go down there and uh, and watch that tonight, and maybe stop over at Geno's and grab a pizza or something. But but then back home, get some sleep, and then hopefully the meds really kick in and start to take a little bit better effect. But you know, yeah, that's that's what tonight is. So then tomorrow we got football. We're back at it again tomorrow night, and that that makes me giddy. And then we roll right into the uh, the holiday weekend. Uh, I did, however, uh, like you said, you're still buying Christmas. Now, who else do you have to buy for? You got it more for Rachel or what? Well. Yeah, I got to pick something up at a store for her today. But this morning I stopped on the way in at Walmart because I had to buy like the gift bags and the tissue paper because I don't come on. I don't have any right. of that stuff at my apartment. It's not like I have a gift wrap room with an you know, arts and crafts drawer and desk. Right. So got to right. get all those things. I got to get a bottle of wine at some point this week and a couple candles for people, just, you know, throw a little candle in with the rest of the gift. A nice little touch. So I have some yeah. odds and ends, basically. OK, now I sat down last night and I wrapped. That was one of the things I did after I got off the air. I had, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 things to wrap, uh, about five or six for Kristen and then some stuff for her kids and then a couple of buddies. So I, I, cause I can actually wrap, believe it or not. I'm not great at it, but I can put stuff together. So I actually sat down and wrap last night. Good for you. That was my night. You know, I don't know what you got me. Don't worry about wrapping it though. I'll, I'll take it as (laughs) it's It's fine. (laughs) Gift card comes through the mail. Yeah, so, there we go. No, you, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get you something. Because you, you come over to Milwaukee. So, you know, there's there's all kinds of things over this way that, that you know, we've thought of. I've Kristen been in, thinks of this stuff. Yeah, I've been in Milwaukee between your Christmas party and a Bucks game. I've been in Milwaukee more than I've been in Madison the last couple of uh, weeks, like yeah. two months or so. Now, where are you going for Christmas? Uh, we, we do the whole tour because Rachel's family's from the Twin Cities, and I got a lot of family in the Twin oh, Cities in wow. Minneapolis, so we'll go there Friday night. I'll be there for a couple of days, and then it's kind of nice. My parents are in Menominee, so I just I come back a little bit of the ways on 94. I'll spend you know Christmas with them and then make my way back to Madison, right. but it's a lot of driving. Yeah. Well, don't forget, who's doing now? Is Connor in on Sunday? Because we do have a Green and Gold postgame show. Yeah, Connor or I have to ask uh, Ebo. It's either Connor or Jason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of the two, because we, uh, we do have a Green and Gold postgame show coming up on Sunday. Don't forget, immediately following the game, uh, right up until 5 o'clock. And after that, uh, go enjoy the rest of your day and sit down with your family for Christmas Eve and what have you. But I'm sure we're all going to be watching Green Bay Packer football come Sunday. But, yeah, Sunday at noon, they kick off down in Carolina. And, uh, oh, by the way, for people that are saying get Navage, the, the Navage, I have one. I use it every day. 
And the stuff that's been coming out of my head is disgusting. And I don't want to get too deep into it, especially if people are starting to sit down to eat or something early. But, yeah, I, I've got an Avage. I've had Mucinex. I've had all that stuff. I got I got so much crap in me. I, I walk and I sound like a maraca from all the pills. But uh, I'll take anything at this point just to try to clear my head up. So, finally, I well, hopefully the antibiotic starts taking effect and clearing it up. And by tomorrow, I feel better. So, anyway. Um, this is from Libby. Libby says, uh, morning, Bill. Hey, if we lose on Sunday, which I can't see it. But if we do, how do the folks behind the curtain at 1265 handle the fallout, uh, the fallout of a coach losing his team and the Lambeau faithful turning on this team? That is a great question, and I'm going to do this as a professional radio broadcaster. I'm going to say that's coming up next. So stay right where you're at. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, 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 I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 1231-2023. If you have not been there yet, you need to go. Uh, Enchant, which is uh, at the uh, Commons, the Ballpark Commons in Franklin, down the rock complex oh my god the lights the skating it, it's it's an, it's an incredible experience the uh the photo opportunities for you the family the girlfriend boyfriend whatever i mean it's a it's an incredible display if you have not seen this yet but uh, all you got to do is like look for the rock complex or look for ballpark commons look for lux golf bays whatever it happens to be but if you haven't been there yet, it's not going to be here much longer. So you want to get down there and take a look at it. It is. Have you have you done that when you've come to Milwaukee yet, Grant? The last time we were at The Rock, we did a drive-in movie, but that was back around Halloween. So no, I haven't seen it. The entire baseball park is this winter wonderland, and, and it's it's they only do it at like four different locations in the country, and they chose Milwaukee this year and they put it down there. It's amazing. Uh, I had some friends that went down uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and they were taking pictures last night, and it just looks amazing. They said, you got to get down here. So we're going to try to get down there maybe on Friday, which is one of the, you know, you're obviously coming in on one of the last weekends for it to be here. But if you, if you haven't been, you got to go. It's, it's an incredible light display. And everybody that I know that's gone has said, wow, this is, it's, it comes out of Canada. They put these things together in Canada. And it comes out of Canada, and there's, like I said, there's four locations across the country that have these enchant villages, and they set the whole thing up. So it's, uh, if you want to check it out, luxgolfbays.com or down there at the Ballpark Commons and the Rock Complex down in Franklin, it's, it's a really, really, really cool thing. 
Uh, 877-867-1670. So going back to the question, going back to the question, what happens inside the walls of 1265 if the Packers lose this Sunday? Um, I think it is, at that point in time, your postseason hopes are over. If you, because you can't lose the rest of the way, you can't lose. And even then, you have to. If you win out, you have to hope for help. But I don't think anything happens. I think it just then solidifies decisions that are going to be made at the end of the season. And it depends on how they go down. Suppose they get beat this this weekend, and it's six to three. And the defense does their job, but the offense doesn't do anything. Maybe that change for, changes perspective. I still think Joe Barry's gone. But I I was listening to – it was on Mad Dog Radio Sports this morning. I was listening to them discuss Matt LaFleur and how Matt LaFleur is in danger of losing the locker room because he does not get rid of a bad coordinator. I I don't, I don't know the feel of that locker room. But I know that the culture – of the locker room and the the feeling within that comes from the players. That's not something that's made by the head coach. So the question becomes if that's not your culture do you have to find players that are the culture or do you have to find a different leader? I mean cuz one of your leaders in Devondre Campbell's basically said I'm done. I'm not going to play through injuries anymore, not not to be blamed and have all this sloughed off on me, but I, I I don't think, I mean, if you're looking for sweeping changes and people need to be fired right now, no, it's not going to happen. But at the end of the season, yeah, that can, that, that could solidify decisions that maybe like if, if Matt LaFleur is on the fence, that could make a, that, that could make a decision much easier. If other coaches are on the fence, if other players are on the fence, yeah, it can make decisions easier. But I don't think anything, if you think that the, the you know, like, like the axe is going to fall and heads are going to roll immediately, no, that's not going to happen. Not with only a couple of games left in the season. 8-7-7. I mean, you still could put Bisaccia in charge. But even at that point in time, Bisaccia would probably know that if he gets the interim tag, he's not going to be back next year. You know? So, um, Skinny and Madison says Tomlin in Pittsburgh got rid of their offensive coordinator for fear of losing the locker room. The next week, they had the best offensive performance in years. I agree. Hey, Philadelphia made a change. Uh, Pittsburgh's made a change. I mean, other teams have made changes when things weren't going well. I agree with you. I, I, at, after what we saw last weekend, I would not have had a problem if Matt LaFleur came out and said, we got anybody up there that can call plays. We can lose with anybody. So we're just going to change things up to say that that's not acceptable. That we're not going to play this way. That the things that everybody's been complaining about now for, what, two years? That it's, it's no longer tolerable. Because the defense has lost you a couple of games. I mean, the, the offense has too, but the defense has lost you a couple of games. So, but if you lose this one, yeah, it's pretty much solidifying everything we already know. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670.
Uh, Rob Dog says, uh, so can the Bears fire Iverflus and Getze? I'm sure they can. Hell, they might. Uh, and, and right now, there's a real conundrum down in Chicago, and that was one of the discussions today, was what do you do? Do you, tra- do you trade away Justin Fields, try to get an extra pick or two for him, and have your pick in the draft be Caleb Williams? And is Caleb Williams a guy? I don't even know if he's a guy. I mean, everybody keeps saying how great Caleb Williams is, but he didn't play great at USC this year. He, he, he imploded down the stretch and blamed everybody else. He kind of revealed a lot of, I don't want to say character, because it was more a lack of character than anything. Yeah, he, I, I was never a Caleb Williams fan. I think he's got all the talent in the world. There's some people that have incredible, God-gifted talent in 10-cent heads, and I think he's got the 10-cent head. Unless somebody gets a hold of him in the NFL and really straightens him out and says, son, you haven't done anything yet, so don't act like you've arrived. Because he's, he acts like he's arrived. And so he'll be a highly thought of draft choice. Somebody's going to get him, yeah. But <clears throat> no, I'm, uh, I'm firmly in the belief that I, I, as much talent as he had, I, has, I think his own head's going to get in the way. You know who he reminds me of? Cam Newton. That's who he reminds me of. A lot of flash, a lot of self-indulgent crap. All the talent in the world. I mean, an incredibly talented quarterback. You just hope that his his own ego and his own self-awareness doesn't get in the way of his success. 877-867-1670. Is there a quarterback you specifically like coming out of the draft, Grant, that you could look at and go, okay, this guy I believe is going to make it? Um, I I think think Caleb Williams is 50-50. I think Caleb Williams would be my bet. Um, I, I just, you know, these teams that are picking quarterbacks at the top of the draft, you got to have the right coach. You got to have the right, right system around him. You know, otherwise they can have all the arm talent and the skill in the world, but if they're not put into a program and set on a path and taught the right way to approach the game and to learn the game, talent doesn't mean anything. So right. my bet would be on Caleb Williams because I think he's tremendous, but at USC we saw like he's just sprinting around playing hero ball and, and trying to survive on his arm talent, which is really hard. So a team needs to have a system like this is the offense we're going to run. We're going to bring you through this school of of offense. That's, to me, I think just as much of an indicator of how good a quarterback is going to be, especially early, as their talent or anything they did in college. Yeah. Yeah, I – in college, it's easy to get full of yourself because of the transfer portal and the demand for you and the money that's being willing to to be paid for you, and you get this – sense of I've arrived and you haven't even gotten to the next level yet. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I, the, the transfer portal, man, I, I, that's a whole other topic for another day, but that has, oof, it has been not good for college football. In I, my opinion, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And I think yeah, if Ben Kenny were here, he would have very strong opinions on this as, as well. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going I, on. I, Where players are going to end up and coaches are working 24-7 to keep their own players. It stinks. Right. Yeah. Did you see what Chip Kelly had to say about everybody becoming an independent? Uh, no. I. By the way, I'm a big Chip Kelly. Like, I think Chip Kelly's a really good coach. And I think UCLA, I, I don't know. I thought they had a fine thing with Chip Kelly. So I'm, I'm a Chip Kelly stand. I'll have to look it up. 
He, uh, yeah, if you pull it up, he basically says, get rid of the conferences. This is, this is a joke. Get rid of the conferences. Just make everybody an independent. You fix your schedules. You know, you play who you play. You try to play strong schedules. And, and then let the chips fall where they may, like a 64-team type of tournament. And, and then just share all the money. And, and he said, sponsors will be there. They'll eat it up. You can have a Nike division and an uh, Under Armour division and, you know, and, and, you know, whatever other, you know, thing you want to have, a Bud Light division or whatever. I mean, you know, and have them sponsored and get more money and then pay the players and just, you know, make it, make it the, the minor leagues of professional football because the student-athlete side of things, it's gone. You know, that Pandora box, not only did it, what, did they open the lid a little bit, they blew the lid off and the box had been blown up. So, but yeah, he had, uh, now it's tough because it changes the landscape of traditional college football. And there's a lot of people that love college athletics because of what they believe to be the purity of it. It's just played for the, for the fun, for the desire to win, for the sport, because a lot of these guys aren't going pro and that's true. But when you open it up like that for college football, it really does become a minor league system of paid players for for that. So, uh, But if you find it, uh, let me know because I'd love to play it. Let's do this. We'll step aside. We'll take a quick break. We'll uh, take you know come back. we got a lot of stuff to get to today, a whole bunch of different stuff. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. downtown Milwaukee for any particular reason, whether it's a Marquette game, Bucks game, uh, like I'm doing tonight for the theater, and we're going to do this ahead of time. We're going down to San Giorgio. San Giorgio Pizzeria Napoletana, it is fantastic, and I'm looking forward to it tonight. 838 Old World, 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, right across the street from the Hyatt. But if you're looking for, like, really good, authentic Italian food, uh, right next to it, the Calderon Club. That's it. Both places, fantastic. Great to uh, – and they, they do have gift certificates. So, uh, somebody had uh, hit me up on the live stream yesterday and said, do they have gift certificates or gift cards? Yes, they do. They have gift cards down there. So if you are uh, looking to head down to the Calderon Club or San Giorgio, either place, you can get yourself a gift card for the uh, Italian food lover that you have on your uh, Christmas list, and they will thank you for it big time. So check it out. Again, 838 Old World 3rd Street, right, uh, right across the street from, uh, from the uh, Hyatt Regency Hotel. So a beautiful, beautiful place and a lot of fun. Heading, heading down to Calderon Club or San Giorgio, either place. Great, great Italian food. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Final Lock. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? Mike dropped off, but I do have the Chip Kelly audio if you'd like. Oh, it. let's do that. Let's listen to what. Uh, let's listen to what. Because this was an idea that Chip Kelly had when it came to the uh, you know college football and playoffs and all that kind of stuff. This was his idea because right now you're seeing the Power Five conferences, really two, the SEC and the Big Ten, eating up everybody. This was his idea. Take a listen. 
what is the the biggest issue that you might have right now, whether it be realignment, NIL, transfer portal, and what would your, your plan maybe be to, to try to solve it? I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've allowed to spend the time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group and said there's 132 teams and we all share, in the, same we all share the same TV contract so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the Sun Belt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another, that we all go together, that's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one. Instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five, you can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You can do a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done, that money now needs to be shared with the student athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing, and the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. There you go. That's his thoughts. There's his thoughts. Just make it one big deal. Football separate. Go from there. And then kind of move on. Thoughts. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, you can. It's, it's just interesting. That, you know, and he's right. I mean, look. The Big Ten and the SEC are gobbling everybody up. Everybody else is going to be playing outside for the money. And he's like, look, everybody should have an opportunity. You know, you can still keep some rivalries together, uh, but just make everybody an independent and kind of move on from there. Not a, in, But it would ruin a lot of things that we like about college football. It really would. And here's the problem. That with all those uh, football players being paid, now – does that become sanctioned via the schools and the NCAA because then you got to bring in Title IX in, in equity and equality to everybody? And do you pay everybody or do you just pay the football players, which is a male sport? You know, and then you get into that mess. And it's, oh, it's just it's tough enough right now. It'll never happen, but it's a great idea. I'm not, I, I, I hate where it's gone. I, I'm, a, I'm. If you want to call me old school, call me old school. I'm, I'm good. I hate where this is gone. I hate it, but I, I get it. I get where where people are taking this. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just like his logic that if football is going to pay the bills and we're doing all of this realignment and we're doing all this organization for the sake of football, just separate football. Just right. make football its own thing. And football can do what's best for football, which makes the most money, which is the best for everyone. What Football can be in its own thing. I, I don't know. I would have to think more about you know, the way he was talking about lining it up. But the base premise of making football its own thing because it's separate and, and we already kind of do make it its own thing. I love that idea. 
I agree, but you know as the sun is going to come up tomorrow that there will be somebody somewhere that will litigate that it is, it's not fair within the other, you know, other sports. And you're going to have Title IX brought back into this thing. And even though we're talking about football and what pays the bills, I get that. Eventually, somebody's going to say equal pay, equal opportunities, the whole thing. And, and then you've got to go back to what you have. You've got to go back to Title IX, and they're not going to pay everybody. And then the screaming is going to be, well, how come the football players get paid and we don't? Because, you know, women's basketball at Tennessee for so many years kept Tennessee afloat because Tennessee football was okay, and that's where everybody went. But Tennessee basketball, women's basketball, was, was it reigned supreme. LSU women's basketball is huge down at LSU, you know? I mean, and what they're going to say is you're going to pick and choose. But even though we know the money is in football, we all know that. It's obvious. But there are going to be some entities that are going to scream about this and say, no, we want equal pay. And then that's going to throw the monkey wrench in the whole thing because they're going to say the system is rigged for men and for football. And you, by the time you litigate it, you know you're going to lose because somebody will litigate it and they'll say, nope, you got to make it fair for everybody because that's what we're about is equality. When in reality, we know where the money comes from. There's a difference between equality and this, this, this the, the, the it's a wonderful life scenario where everything is just perfect, and then there's reality where we all know where the money comes from. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Thoughts on all of this? Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Mike and Fond du Lac. Mike, welcome to the program, man. How are you doing today? No, we had, a, we had Mike already. I'm sorry. That's, a, that's an old message. No, um, no, I, I, I'm sorry. That's on me. Um, I, I think, you know, you mentioned some of the like the girls sports and the, and the non money making sports really is what it comes down to, Bill. Right. Because football makes money. Right. Basketball makes a little bit. And that's Absolutely. it. If we go forward with legislation that dictates that all of the sports be paid, then I feel like what's going to happen is these colleges are like, OK, well, we'll just get rid of our our official field hockey team. We're going to get rid of lacrosse and they'll just be club and then we won't have to pay them. So all of these Olympic sports that have traditionally been built into the athletic departments of these schools, the school's just going to get rid of them. They'll be club, and then they don't have to pay them. So I, I, these schools well, are very but, good at avoiding paying money to entities, Bill. That's what they're good at. that's the reason they got rid of baseball was because baseball then outnumbered men, outnumbered women. So they had to get rid of, uh, of a sport. Baseball was seemingly it at UW to make, make the, the, the totality between men and women equal. And that's that's part of the issue is that, okay, if you get rid of those sports, you better be getting rid of men's sports and not women's sports, because if you if you you then you run into the title nine issue again. And that's that's part of the problem. And I I understand it. But and I've said this for years, um, set it up, have, you know, have have your owners or whatever it's going to be. And if your sport makes it, it makes it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If there's not the same opportunities, if it doesn't make money and the viewership is down and you're not, you're not having people pay the ticket prices and buy the jerseys, I don't know what to tell you. It's like any other business in the United States. If it fails, it fails. I don't know what to tell you. You have to create a better widget than the, than the person next to you. And we are accustomed to watching men's sports. Now, I will say this. There is other sports that have certainly taken off. I see co- women's college basketball is on more and more and more. I see women's volleyball is on more and more and more. And it's competitive. People watch it. You know, so it does get exposure. And maybe sometimes it's just the amount of exposure it needs 
to to actually begin to take off. I don't know. I know some cities have embraced the WNBA, and some cities have it gets supported by free ticket giveaways. You know, I but but I don't know what whether they do or they don't make money. I couldn't honestly tell you. I don't know if it as a whole it makes money. Uh, I don't know. I would have to go delve a lot deeper into the finances of those sports. But when you're talking about football, college football, that makes the money. That drives revenue. But if you have to then go into the Title IX aspect of it and be equal, well, if you're going to get rid of sports, you got to get rid of men's sports. Because the Title IX is still lurking in the background saying you have to be equal for men and women. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Rick listening to us in Madison. Rick, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Love your show. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think part of the issue that I'm seeing now, which is degrading the bowl scenario, is you have all these guys going into the transfer portal. Some of that's related to NIL. Some of that's playing time. You've got guys who are opting for the NFL draft. They're sitting out. And as an example, why would I want to go to the Wisconsin LSU bowl game? Because Braylon Allen's out, uh, Jamari DK's out, the uh, uh, Heisman Trophy quarterback from LSU's not going to play. Almost like a scrimmage because all of these financial concerns are coming out. So it's almost to the point now where the only bowl games next year will change, but there's only four teams now playing for the national championship. And every other bowl game is almost like it's optional. Like players don't want to play in it. They don't want to get hurt. Right. I understand why, but it's, it's kind of degrading the whole bowl season, the whole college postseason. And I think you're right. This whole thing with NIL and the portal, the pendulum swung too far away. And it's just it's making what used to be, like you say, a pure sport. Now it's kind of ruining it, I think. Yeah. No, I completely agree. 100%. Because players don't want to get banged up. I mean, it's, it, appreciate the phone call. It's basically a glorified exhibition game, uh, unless, of course, you're playing for a national title, which it puts you on the national stage. It gives you all the eyes. It gives you the audience. It gives you the opportunity. Absolutely. But if it these other these other games are are glorified exhibitions. So it's been devalued because these guys want to get out. They want to get into the – because right now what it is you're doing, you are probably taking a couple of weeks off of football, and then after that you are grabbing your agent. He's sending you to a camp to get ready for your either your pro day or a camp to get ready for your uh, for the combine. And then that's all you're going to concentrate on is running faster, jumping higher, you know, going through the shuttle times and all that kind of stuff, and that way you you, you improve your draft stock because first round versus second round versus third round is, is the difference of millions of dollars, and then obviously getting you ready for your you know your NFL debut. But um, but that's what guys are going to do if they believe they're going to be drafted. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Stay right where you're at. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho!
Oh, I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 1231-2023. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Don't forget about our friends at Smoke on the Water out in Okachi. Also, Sloppy Joe's on Hubertus in Hubertus. If you are looking for this Sunday, prior to the game, still, even though it's uh, Christmas Eve day, stop in, get yourself some good breakfast, and sit down, hunker down, watch the game, head home to the family after the fact. Good stuff at both places. And uh, both places actually have um, New Year's Eve uh, plans as well. So if you're looking for something to do uh, and you want to go before or after, even during, some of their events, they got a lot of good stuff going on at, on at Smoke in the Water in Okachi Lake. They're going to have a big uh, New Year's Eve party there, downstairs, that's for sure. And Sloppy Joe's is just a tremendous, uh, the proverbial Wisconsin bar. It's like you walk in and you just expect an old-fashioned to be sitting on the bar waiting for you. It's just that good. It's on Hubertus, in Hubertus. Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon and Smoke on the Water in Okachi, both owned by Joe and Alan Hennis. Great people, great places, a lot of fun. Good stuff uh, coming from both. And thanks to them for being a part of the program. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, go ahead and do so. Uh, now, this one is from Thomas. And I'm not against players getting paid, but the way the NIL is being used as the highest bidder gets the biggest and the highest rated recruit at his position, it's not sustainable. It is not sustainable for mid, mid-level to small market teams. It's sustainable for the big teams. You're right. The problem is, and you're seeing this now with like an Ohio State, you're seeing it with Alabama, you're seeing it with these big teams where they used to stock up and they'd have five five-star quarterbacks waiting in their stable. They don't anymore. Because if you're going to go to Ohio State, if you're going to go to Alabama, if you're going to go to Michigan, if you're going to go to some of the Notre Dame, these bigger programs, and you're going to be one of five, you're not going to stick around. You're going to do what Joe Burrow did. Get out of there. Joe Burrow goes to LSU, wins a championship, and sticks the finger in the eye of Ohio State and says, see, I told you so. You know? You're not going to stick around. And thus, some of these positions, if you are one of four, one of five, one of six, they're not going to be as deep, and that talent begins to get spread out. That's the only benefit from the NIL, from this, this transfer portal in the NIL is some of these other schools have gotten talent because they can, because they can move. Wisconsin could benefit from something like that. 
when you start to see, you know, it used to be that, man, you got a scholarship to Ohio State, off you went, right? You got one to Alabama for Nick Saban, off you went. You're heading down there. Big time. And now you go there, and then you see that, no, coach has his favorite. That's who they're going to run with. So I'm out of here. The next year you're gone. You're in the transfer portal. And coaches have to work hard to keep that level of uh, sustainability behind your starters, where they used to be able to do it because they had you, and you could only get out of your scholarship via hardship, or you wanted to transfer, but you had to sit out a season. Nobody wanted to do that. Now you can literally get paid to go somewhere else. Not only is it not a deterrent to leave school and go somewhere else, now it's actually encouraged to do so by the way the setup is. I'm not opposed players having choices and, and having flexibility, but, you know, we always talk and, and we hear about older NFL players and coaches and evaluators saying, well, we don't have good old linemen anymore. We don't have people who right? are taught to do this and that. And I, you know, I want players to be able to go where they can play, but I also think it's really important for young men to come into a program, to buy into something, and maybe have to earn playing time after a year or two. Right, You have to uh-huh. learn how to play your position. You have to learn how to become part of the program. And nowadays, if a player goes through freshman year and doesn't have a, a super clear path to playing, they can just leave. And I think we lose some of that development and honestly, like yeah. some of the life lessons of having to go through the part that's not so fun and pay your dues. And that's a real-world skill, right, having for players that aren't going into the NFL. Yeah, Correct. Absolutely. Completely agree with you. All right, one hour down, three hours yet to go. We got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show to look at. A lot more today. We got so much. We're going to take a look around the NFL. Take a look at the Green Bay Packers back in the practice field today. Who is and isn't practicing. Bucks with a win last night. All that kind of good stuff. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more coming up and coming up right after this.